welcome back to the episode of Crew 3 Podcast, Frozen Edition. Uh, with me this week is just Ricky. Uh, actually, I'm glad we're even able to record this at all. If you guys don't know, uh, Texas is frozen solid, and a giant portion of the state is without power. Uh, part of that state being, of course, Chris. I luckily got my power back on early this morning. And so essentially the plan is we're going to record like a quick 30-minute talk or so about the bands. And then we're going to, I'm going to edit it and upload it right away. And then we'll be back to like a normal episode next week. There'll probably be a, a reintroduction to the Pioneer format for people trying to really jump back in or just really join it for the first time. Because there is a lot of hype over the format with this new band list. So Ricky, what's going on, man? Oh man, it's going great. Uh, you know, I've had power back on since Tuesday, so yeah, it, it's good to be alive in this world today. And uh, man, all, all I had to do on Monday was sit in the dark and stew about Pioneer Bannings. Uh, I, I mean, I'm still hype over it. Like, obviously, like I, I'm still energized over it. But I was so ready to like record that day. Oh man, me too. I had a million thoughts. I still have a million thoughts. I mean, I could talk about all these bands. Yeah. Um. I. I it's it's interesting. Somehow we've banned all these cards, and standard is still just boring me to death. I don't know how. Like, so all right, we'll, we'll get to Pioneer, but let's let's quickly break down everything else real quick for everyone else before we get into the real meat of it. Right? Sure. Uh, historic Omnath is banned from suspended. Uro got banned. We knew that was coming. Modern Field of the Dead banned. Mystic Sanctuary banned. Sweet Spirit Guide banned. Tibble's Trickery banned. Uro banned. Legacy, Arkham's Astrolabe, Dreadhorde, Arcanist, Oko, Thief of Crowns, Band, Vintage, Lurus the Dream Den, Unbanned. Okay, so where can I play Oko? Um, Vintage. Oh, is that it? Yes. What a great card. What a great card, right? So <laughs> obviously, I really, I think every format but Historic had a very good ban list. Historic's just kind of like, really? That's it? I mean, it needed to be done. It needed to be done, but I feel like you could have done more. At at some point, Muxus has to go, right? No, leave him. He's fine. He doesn't do okay. anything, I promise. Says not enfranchised Goblins player. I swear, it's just a six-mana do-nothing Goblin. All right. Obviously, again, Modern Legacy, huge shakeups. Um, honestly, Modern Legacy and Pioneer are, are pretty on par, I think, in just unlocking the format again. Legacy is just kind of kind of go back to what it was, right? In my opinion, um, but it's not just every it's not just play three or three Oko's and whatever else, and that's a deck, right? Right, uh, three Oko, three Oro. Yeah, there was that whole deck generator that I'm sure everyone's seen that just like, oh, it's got Oro and Oko in it. This is probably playable. Yep. And then modern entirely unlocked. Also, we we didn't, I didn't mention it, but of course they did change the rules for Cascade, which is going to tie into the our, a little bit of Pioneer talk, I think, as well, in that essentially when you Cascade now, um, it, it cares about the backside CMC as well, so you can no longer Cascade into Tibble from Valky. So you can still Cascade into a Valky, but you have to cast the Valky. Yeah, you can't Cascade into the Tibble side. It makes it so that the, it, the Cascade trigger checks the spell again for the CMC. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. try to cast it. So it stops you. And this is specifically a rules change to Cascade. And not a rules change to double-faced cards or how CMC is calculated. So a little a little BTL action is still good to go. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so let's get into it, right? Obviously, we're here to talk about Pioneer. Uh, we knew Earl. First of all, do, do, do we want to take a quick second to... I saw some... I think there's some good-hearted poking fun at the fact that they they slipped in the Euro ban into the secret layer announcement. But at the same time, everyone making fun of it, I think that's a good, that's a, it's such a good change. As after how long we've talked to them, not like communicating anything, them just be like, Hey, the secret layer is coming out. But later on this week or next week, we'll be banning Euro in a bunch of other formats. So maybe don't buy this. Right. I can't wait till, uh, I have to buy a box of Strixhaven so I can know what the new banned cards are going to be early. <laughs> It's going to be my bio box promo is just a list of cards they plan to ban. Sure. What a fun game. I mean, yeah, like it's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. But at the same time, I think it's a good change in their nature of like communicating decisions to us because how, how because the, the secret there went, went on sale over the weekend. Right. So how pissed would people have been if they would have bought in only to have it banned like a day later? Why like, why can't they just like, make a watchboard at this point, honestly. Like, also, if we're going full Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Yeah. Which, at this point, I mean, I don't want to, like, doomsay magic at all, but, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh is a game that's lasted quite a while, but they live on this, like, philosophy of, uh, just print it, right? Just print it, and we'll ban it later if we're going to go full Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Yeah. The way that game lives is that it, there's not just ban. There's also, like, semi-limited and restricted... I feel like we're getting close to the point where we just, we're going to need like a, well, this card's only at two and this card's only at one list. Yeah. Like we're, the way we are doing bannings as a card game here, it's just getting a little ridiculous. And, and at this point now, since we plan to keep banning cards and just ban and unban things, just throw designs at the wall, ban what we may, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, does, does this card even work? Oh, this card wins you the game for four mana? Oops, you know. Uh, I, I think we just need to make a, like, watch list, like, from of, from Wizards. Be like, hey, there might be a BNR announcement this month. These are the cards we're thinking about banning. Buy at your own risk. I don't mean to toot our own horn about what we talked about during the Inverter era, talking about a our own ban list and having a watch list, but... Hey, we included the idea of having a watch list, letting people know ahead of time what we're, we're potentially thinking about our be, as being problem cards in the format. Right. I mean, it's just sort of like I just think it's very comical. Also, I want to point out every everything on the, every card we suggested that, that to be banned has been banned now. Right. Yes, because we did get a Teferi Time Raveler ban. Yes. Um. So let's just go over the first one, right? Uro. All right. Uro. It's that been coming to for happen. a while. If you've listened to this show for months, we've been saying, don't buy into Uro. It's going to get banned at some point in time. And you're probably not going to get to play paper with it. So don't buy it. It's a, like, there's nothing about this card that ever should have been printed. Mm-hmm. We have now seen the great unprinting of Uro. You cannot play it in Standard. You cannot play it in Historic. Uh, I will not play it in Pioneer. I will not play it in Modern. I will not play it in a house. I will not play it with a mouse. We do not like you, Uro, Na- Titan of Nature's Wrath. Uro had its last laugh, though, this last week. Oh, yeah. The Nature's Wrath of Texas, yeah. Uh, um, so, I mean, yeah. Ur- we- I don't think there's much more to say about why Uro need to be banned. If And, you know, again, I sorry to the people who bought into the card when we've been saying for months now. Look, I, I want to impart one thing here in that 
I do understand the people that had invested into cards and expected to play them post-ban, post-like paper coming back, right? I do impart some empathy for those people. It's not fun losing that kind of monetary investment, especially in cards like Uro. But we've been saying for months now, don't buy into Uro if you don't have them. It's going to be banned at some point. Now, I think the rest of this list is kind of a big shock, right? Um, I wasn't expecting this much. At the very least, I was. there were definitely two cards on this list I was not expecting to get banned. There but, was one card that I'm upset with. We'll, we'll get through them. In, which one do you want to tackle next? That's up to you. You pick the next one. Let's, let's get the Teferi out of the room. Obviously, I it's been very clear, again, if you listen to the show, I'm not personally a fan of Teferi. Not from a power level perspective, um, because I think, like, weirdly Teferi in the, like, the great mindset of Pioneer was fine, especially with things like Uro running around. Now, without Uro, I was definitely more looking at, okay, we need to rethink Teferi being in the format. Um, but Teferi was removed for special reasons as well. Um, so I... Do we just want to do we want to just read their their response like their their statement and then we could go through each card and our our thoughts on each card? Um, I mean, so I think that as far as my concerns on Teferi, right, is that it's it just a, it just makes non games right? It just forces you to play our fun card. Mm-hmm. It makes games not fun, and it's one of those cards that like if both players have Teferi, literally nobody gets to play Magic anymore. Yeah, it's just. Not great. And I honestly think that the banning of Teferi Time Raveler is setting a precedent that you should also ban uh, Karn. The Great Creator? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you're thinking Mono Green got off easy? I'm just saying, like, not just because of Mono Green, but, like, we're banning Teferi because he, like, creates non-games, is a non-fun, uh, static ability planeswalker, and, like, just if both players have it, it's just completely not even a game of Magic anymore. Mm-hmm. And Karn does the same thing. Like, have you tried, especially in Historic, too? Like, in Historic, it's even worse. You can play these, like, Karn combo, like, Artifact decks. Like, you're playing an Artifact deck, so you want to play Karn. So you play Karn, and if you play against another deck that is an Artifact deck, they're playing Karn, and their Karn beats you, and your Karn beats them, and... Nobody gets to play the game, and it just becomes first to Karn wins. I just yeah. think Karn is just not a card that is designed to be fun in any possible way. Literally would have been such a fantastic card without the static ability. Like, did he need to Null Rod? He already tutors artifacts from Exile and from your sideboard, and yeah. he can animate artifacts. Like, it's... did he need to be more? Uh, well, yeah, because he's in War of the Sparks, so everything has to have a static ability. Uh, like cost reduce your artifacts. Honestly, isn't that, that what been, Ugin does? That would have been better. What? Isn't that what Ugin does? Ugin cost reduces colorless cards. It's different. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um. The point is, like, it's not fun. Like cards like Teferi and cards like Karn. Like your opponent plays them and you groan. Right. Do you th- do you think this is the sign that fun is now? A, a very big actionable reason for cards to get banned. Um, man, that's hard to answer because, like, I think that fun is, of course, objective, right? There's a sure. there's a quantifiable amount of fun in every game yeah. of Magic: The Gathering. In every game of Magic, is you're trying to have more fun than your opponent. right. You're trying to have more fun than your opponent, but like, I think less 
no fun. When I say no fun, I mean like literally nobody is playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, like Teferi is just like also Teferi just interacts so well, and by well I mean poorly with yeah. so many cards. Like you just get to like coincidentally shut off Marvel and coincidentally like they don't get their cards back off of spell spell queller yeah and coincidentally like possibility storm yeah they just it just coincidentally stops a lot of stuff mm-hmm. i think that it stops a rebound too if that ever happens there are rebound cards let's in. let us know <laughs> if you've ever rebounded a card in pioneer uh, yeah let, let me know i mean narset transcendent lets you rebound any spell mm. i'm just saying it does stop that i just think it's interesting to point out that like there, there are two like their big reason for um, banning uh, Teferi and then the other card we'll mention here is the fact that they overstayed their welcome in standards. So, and we should probably get rid of them in this format too. But also with the Teferi, they 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 really called out Niftalite, which again, look Niftalite players, look this is this little sidebar with Ruckman real quick. I get you like playing your deck, but it's the most pile of pile decks out there. And honestly, it's not fun for anyone involved. I like the Nift Light decks, honestly. And I, I will say that I will say for the longest time, I have I have said, quote, Ricky, uh, Nift Light decks only exist because of Teferi and Uro and nothing else holds them together. Well, now they're going to try pl- jamming uh, War of the Spark Domri Raid to force through their Niv visits. I mean, that's cute, but like the big thing is maybe we don't need Niv to light. Maybe we just need Bring to light. Yeah, I th- I think there's definitely some big delight. Bring to light, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about where we think the format's going, and then, uh, but we still got other other bands to talk about. So, Ricky, what's the next big one? Because I th- I think someone said, "Hey, don't worry, Soul Tyrek can can survive the banning of Uro." I like Soul Tyrek. I just want to go on record and say that when I look at Soul Tyrek lists. I get excited. That is some good Magic the Gathering. You get to play cards like Notion Thief and like Halpack Ambusher. There's so many cool cards you get to play in those decks. You get to counter spells, draw cards. It's such a good deck. It was going to get better with Kaldheim and Behold the Multiverse and stuff like that and Fortell. Hey, but Ricky, there's a problem with that. They decided to just nuke everything. And hey, they thought it through, though. They realized, oh, without Teferi, Reclamation's kind of BS. They, so, yeah, they decided to also get rid of Reclamation with Uro here, which is a shame. And, yeah, I mean, we've got Omnath still, so, like, there's that weird deck. Uh, I I don't think Omnath does anything anymore. I just, man, I wanted to play Sultai Rek without Uro. I think it would have survived. I really think that there were enough cards, enough good cards, that Sultai Rek could have lived without Uro. And now without Soltai, without Wreck, we can't play that anymore. They banned Reclamation. I think the deck becomes either, goes somehow back to Delirium, but maybe not without Aurora, right? But almost become like a rock strategy. And it's kind of going to split between like some sort of rock strategy and then like an uptick in blue-black control. Yeah, I think it just becomes blue-black control. Yeah. I just, man, Wilderness Wreck, man. I, I didn't I never claimed to like the card, but I liked what I was seeing. I liked making seven seven shark tokens. Uh I liked thought seizing my opponent, then untapping to have counter magic. Like Sure. Like so many of the cards that break 
Wreck have already been banned. We banned Uro. We've banned Nexus Fate. We've banned all these other cards. Can we please stop? But no, I do agree that with Teferi out of the format, nothing would stop Reclamation decks. It would have gone back to Team or Wreck because we need to play Explosion again. Yeah, we do. That's the version of the Wreck I like to play. I know. And I've played that version. It's a good deck. Um, I just... I miss the card already. I miss it already. All right. So the ban- the bands I really want to pour one out for because I totally thought this deck was acceptable to a point. Now, I think it should have, like, when we finally get to Arena, right, It's gonna, it would need a best of one ban. But let's take a second and pour one out for Balistrad Spy and Undercity Informer. Is there no other way to mill ourselves until we hit a land? Nope. No, okay, there, 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 are, there are a couple, right? There are, like, some X spells that do it. Mind Rack, I think, only hits our opponent, right? Probably. I'd have to I'd have to go through and look at Mill Cart. I'd have to look at Demir cards from Gate Crash, and I don't feel like doing that right now. I mean, uh I, I mean Was is it Mind Grind? Mind Grind, that's the name of the card. It's like an X spell, right? Yeah, it's a blue black and X spell. Um I, like there's just so many so many weird random cards in that set. Yeah, but anyway, so like the problem with obviously under with the the oops all spells deck is that it was a very it had a very aggressive game one plan. Like I would feel like playing that deck, you have like an eighty to ninety percent game one win rate, right? Right. And then games two and three, your opponent could bring it all the hate, and then if they just dropped it, then you just win. So that's just why I think I kind so oops all spells is kind of a combo deck. I'm like man. I think I'm kind of fine with that playing or with that staying around because it was just so all in on itself. It wasn't like inverter or where you got to like interact with yourself. You got to interact with the opponent right until you got to set up the combo. The thing was just how quickly can I get this combo on? That's all I'm doing. Right. So I, but I get it right. Like again, having such a big and high game one win rate and then just riding that into games two and three and just hoping your opponent drops whatever hate they have. It makes sense. It, it's it's a, and unfortunately, you know, it was it felt like a very innovative. It's to me, it also starts. It's like one of the real big pioneer innovations we've seen the last several months. So I, I will say, out of all these bands, I think my heart goes out to the Oops All Spell players of the world. I I do think that Oops All Spells. Uh, I wanted to play the second paper so much. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't buy into it now. <laughs> now you can just go back to playing Dredge. I can just go back to playing Dredge. I already cut my arrows from Dredge, so that's fine. But you know what I can really go back to playing? What? Phoenix, baby. I was going to say, we're... All right, so obviously, you know, Niv to Light potentially hanging around. Mono Green going to hang around. The Lurus decks hanging around. So I think Pine is going to be very aggressive these first few weeks. So be prepared for that. It's going to be a lot of Llanowar Elves and Lurus decks, which not necessarily a bad thing, because I think Pioneer will figure itself out. Um... But I think there's gonna there's a chance for a lot of the early pioneer court keystone decks to make a comeback here. Right. So do you, do you like you you're saying Phoenix is gonna be a big one? I'm telling you, Phoenix is back, baby. There's nothing that's gonna stop me but Narsets in the blue white control decks that show up. Yeah. Uh, like Teferi gone. Like random combo decks that win on turn three, gone. Uro gone. Wilderness Wreck, gone. I could play against Burn. 
Like, I, I can do it, you know? Yeah. I can play against Mono Black, all the aggro decks. Like, I've played so much Phoenix, Chonky Red. Let's go. Like, I want to I wanna play. Also, I want to play some Chonky Red. My yeah, Chandras think, are ready. Tribal think, Chandras is going to come back with a vengeance. Oh, not, tri- not Tribal Chandras again. Oh, man. Tribal Chandras is a good deck. Yeah, Chonky Red now with Goldspan Dragon seems hot. It does. It does. Uh, I, I like where the format is headed. I'm sad to see some stuff go here. I'm happy to see Uro get out of this format. And really just out of every format that matters, right? Yeah. Like, do you care about Vintage? No. Do you care about Legacy? I mean, like, a little? Not really? It's interesting to look at, right? Yeah. Um, and just wish I owned reserve list cards. Right. Uh, but Uro, gone. Gone, gone, yeah. gone. The... Uh, I mean, I just, I'm just so. This is such a big shakeup. I do think this shows that Wizards does not want to give up on Pioneer. No, for sure. This is their. Like, also, also, I do want to point out again because I didn't read the full, the full, their full thing here. Right, I do. I, w- I want your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. So th- we have a somewhat of a mission statement for Pioneer now, and this comes to the first paragraph of the ban article. Uh, for the Pioneer section, which is our vision for Pioneers to be a collection of the most fun, powerful, and iconic cards and strategies from recent standard formats. However, there has been a dividing line between powerful and iconic and overbearing and unfun. In this update, we're addressing several issues, so addressing several cards and strategies that we feel cross that line and aren't represented of the play experience we like Pioneer to offer. So, we finally at least have... Now, I, I think there are still some details missing here. You know, they're not saying... We want Pioneer to be like a turn X format, like like modern right. being a turn four format, right? <clears throat> so yeah, yeah. Modern is a turn four format. Have you seen a turn four in modern? Yes, when Splinterton was around. I, I mean, I don't think anybody makes it to turn four anymore, right? Well, now the Trickery's banned, maybe. Maybe like and that you can't Valkyon like turn two. Yeah, and Adnos Spirit is, is Adnos dead? Is Adnos dead? Adnaz is not dead. I have been with the Adnaz community uh, <laughs> through their mourning period, and we were rising back uh, with a good Adnaz deck. I've seen several good uh, Adnaz decks. Mox Amber might be good enough. Uh, what, Gide- what 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 legendaries are we playing with Mox Amber? Uh, Gideon and James. Which which Gideon? The uh, can't lose the game Gideon. Oh okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All I'm saying is there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. Just just like the Niftalite players out there trying to trying to run Domri, huh? Right, right, right. I'm saying it's not that. Don't call it a comeback, right? I was gonna call it anything. Yeah. Don't call it that either. Alright, so so we have okay, so we again we have the idea of kind of what they look for Pioneer to be, right? Pioneer, which makes sense to me. I mean, it's it's the most basic description of what Pioneer should be, right, in my opinion, where it's just we want like the best standard X to be able to shine in this format and also just kind of things that can only exist to pioneer exist. Right. Right. I, and I think it's totally fine. If, if, if the, the best deck from a standard format can survive in pioneer, I think that's fine. And I don't mind that because pioneer should be the gateway point to, Hey, I invested in a standard. I bought like the best standard deck in the format and I want to keep playing with my cards. Where do I go? Oh, I get to go to Pioneer now, and I get to add a couple upgrades to the deck. Perfect, right. perfect place for Pioneer to be. I mean, I think the Pioneer. I, I think that the from recent standard formats, it's a little too close to home mm-hmm. because of the uh, 
every every single card in every pioneer deck just being Eldraine onward cards or War of the which, Spark which onward again, cards. I'm not going to say is an issue with Pioneer. It is an issue with the format, right? But I don't think it's an issue with the the format itself. It's an issue with how powerful the cards the last like year and a half have been. Right, right, right. For sure. Um, the big thing here is like uh, recent standard formats is just wording I don't like, right? Sure. I like our vision of Pioneers be a collection of the most fun, powerful, and iconic cards like of recent times, right? Sure. Um, I also wouldn't mind a statement of like we we our vision for Pioneer is like classic, iconic, powerful cards at an affordable rate. Honestly, I could see it being like shoved as the budget format. Not that saying that all the cards in Pioneer are cheap, uh, mm-hmm. but I mean like you're not buying hundred dollar Scalding Tarns, right? No, it's it's definitely meant to be the hey you, we want you to keep playing your standard cards, but also add in some more older cards in there that you can actually afford, right? I think Pioneer, right? If you mm-hmm. really think about it, because Wizards is like two years behind on all their decisions, right? Sure. I think that they were what they were doing is like the big problem with magic or the quote unquote problem Wizards is always trying to solve is like, well, what happens when my cards are no longer standard? Why would I buy a game that rotates, right? Sure. And it's just like, well, what if your standard cards the recently with the with the Eldraine forward push, the War of the Spark push of card design, right? It was like, well, those cards never lose relevance because they are just the best cards ever, okay. right? And I I can see now with like Pioneer being fully implemented and in effect, we could see a bit of a light powering down in standard, which we could use. I never, like we could use more Kaldheim and less uh, Kaladesh, right? Sure. Um, less less Eldraine. Less Eldraine, uh, a more uh, Zendikar, you know? More Zendikar, more like Ixalan. And just like, we can see a powering down if these cards could be good in Pioneer. Sure. You know? And so I think that recently they've been trying to push too hard to make cards good in Modern and in Pioneer. And like, they can just realize that like, hey, like if only one or two cards from a set make it into Modern or Legacy, like if there's like four cards, five cards that Modern players can look at and be like, ooh, this is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. That should be good enough because then you could have like probably fifteen to twenty cards from the set that pioneer players could look at and they're like, hmm. I'm not advocating for trickle down economics, sure, but it sounds like I am, right? Yeah. Uh, like another an- another thing too is as we get further into pioneer, they they already have the idea of master sets, right? And I think right. they could, if they choose to, they can be very aggressive with pioneer master sets, right? They could be, I feel like there, there's not like, you can't print like three different Pioneer Master sets. I think the first Pioneer Master set's going to pretty much do it. I, I think though, like, how, how long was it before Modern Masters happened, right? Like, into Modern's life, like, like 10 years or whatever, right? I think that not since... Even, the, it was like literally like two or three years. Modern Masters? Yeah, well, because like Modern wasn't a format. So like... Because for the longest time, it was there was extended, right? Okay, sure. I guess we're if we're considering extended, and then they switched it to extended again, but they changed where extended went. Extended only went to some like it only went to double standard. Okay, that format died immediately. Yeah, nobody wanted to play double standard. Correct, and except Chris one time at a GP, mm-hmm. and then uh, after that they just canceled extended, and then. They made modern right when 
Mirrodin would have cycled out. So seven years past Mirrodin. I feel like they made modern right around Scars. Yeah. And then modern, the first modern masters came out in like 2015, no, 2013. Okay, and Scars right, came out in 2011. Maybe. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think we're going to get Pioneer Masters for, like, another year or so, right? right. But they could easily, when they start deciding to do Pioneer Masters sets, it's going to be way more impactful. Because also, with the power level of certain with a lot of Pioneer cards, you can fit those easily into standard sets than you could modern cards, right? Right. For sure. I, I just think that uh, when you're when you're designing a set and stuff like that, right? Of course, you want cards to appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's okay if not the entire set appeals to modern, you know? Sure, sure, I agree. I think that we should, like, aim for, like, like three to five cards that are, like, maybe good enough for modern. Yeah. And then, like, a good, like, 10 to 15 for Pioneer. And, like, throw your, like, two of Commander cards. Don't make the Commander cards actually good, please. No more Omnaths. Oh, jeez, yeah. No, look, it's a it's a card for the commander players. Oh no, it's broken. Oh no, it's doing everything. Oh man, I also right. like keeping. I am a very big proponent of the fetchless pioneer. I agreed. I think I think fetchless pioneer keeps lets pioneer keep delve spells, which I think is is awesome because where else can, where else can you play delve spells? It keeps pioneer. I really think that gives pioneer its biggest identity is that like pioneer is the fetchless format. Mm-hmm. And it makes mana interesting. Like decks, like literally, just got so like literally black red decks just got so much better because of the black red pathway. So we've been literally living off of temples and dragon skull summits and uh, game trail. Canyon, no, it's not called can, game no trail. canyon sloughs and foreboding ruins. Yeah, foreboding ruins. That's right. Canyon slow. I don't even count because it's a tap land. Yeah, so but you it's can't like be aggressive deep. with that, huh? It cycles. It can you can cycle. play. It, it'll help your Croxes. Oh my god! So I think that that makes the format really interesting. Yeah, and I like it for that. Uh, as far as the bands, these are bands that needed to happen for the most part. Yep. What else do you want to see go? If you would, would you add another card, and what would you add? Oh man, that's so hard. There's a lot of people freaking, and this this is just me. I, 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 unfortunately, I haven't been able to spend, like, the last three days just playing Pioneer, which is what I wanted to really be doing, right? Um, so I haven't been able to really experience post-ban through play myself. Um, I know there is some amount of fear from a lot of the heavier grinders in the format about Lanor Elves and, like, Luris, but I think that that's going to sort itself out. I think that, once again, the... I, I, th- I think you can't get rid of two. You can't get rid of the cards to the point where the format just has no identity. You have to at some point figure out a base level of the format. And honestly, a Lanor Elf is a pretty good base level, in my opinion. I like Lanor Elf. Now the real question is like, I can see an Elvish Mystic ban. Okay, just ban As, one, like one of them. Just ban one of them, so that way you don't have eight. You can play Goose. You know. Okay. Yeah. Like you still have eight mana dorks, but you got to play goose and not the whole. Not that I'm saying like the elf matters. What I'm saying is that what matters is the consistency. Because mm-hmm. goose is only one turn of mana. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what I ban. Like it hurts to say as like an aggressive, de- like an aggressive player, but like we'll have to really monitor the like the burn decks going forward without 
Burrow gaining the life, you know. Maybe we look at something there. I, I don't I don't think so. I think I think honestly, right now, I'm sure I'll have opinions like after playing it for a couple weeks, but I don't think you can ban anything else right now. You don't think so? I don't think so. Okay. Um the only thing I can think of is Narset. Like like if in my in my head in my head right now, right? If if I'm sort of talking about where the format's gonna be, right? We're we're gonna definitely right. revisit um sort of next week. We'll we'll have a big sort of welcome to Pioneer Prentice's back, right? Right. Episode. Hopefully with Chris in here, we'll have that the first week to really look at the format, see where it's going. Um the first preliminary happened, there's some really interesting results in there. Um Pioneer just feels open again, which is great. It, it, and there's a lot of other larger content creators who are very down on Pioneer who are who are back on board, and I'm happy to see that. So uh, we'll definitely be rolling out the red carpet for Pioneer players again next week when we have a welcome back to Pioneer episode that'll probably I'll probably try to post early, like I want to do it this week's as well, uh, but just could because of power issues. Uh, but anyway, so we're, what I was trying to say was my idea of where Pioneer is going to be. Right, it's going to be it's we're going to go a lot back to pre-Theros Pioneer, those first few weeks of Pioneer, where it's going to be so like Mono Black Aggro, it's going to be Land of War Elves, and then it's going to be like a red deck, whatever the version of the red deck is, and I'm assuming since I'm, I'm assuming like Yorian decks are just going to be like Fires decks, I think there's going to be like a variant of Fires, it's going to be a very good deck in the format, and if you're part of the Discord, uh, we've been brewing up a really fun one right now, uh, sort of a continuation of like the Gods deck without Reclamation. So I think the format's going to really turn into, if I'm thinking of like five decks of the format, right, that, that are going to make up the format. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the Land of War Elf decks, probably Mono Green, Planeswalker still. Maybe it goes back to Devotion. I'm not entirely sure. But there's going to be a Mono Green deck. Uh, I think Mono Black Aggro is going to come back. Maybe not top tier, but it'll be around, right? We're going to have the, the, the red deck. We're going to have Fires. And then I think my other pick's probably Spirits. Okay. I think those are like the top five decks to look at right now in the format. Can we bring back a card? What if you were to bring back a card? Uh, let me look at the ban list right now and double check things. Uh, I'll tell you, I got one. I think it's time. Is it Felder Guardian? Give me back Kethis. You think Kethis? Give him back. Teferi's gone. Okay. Teferi was part of that combo. Okay, sure. I, I, you know what? They I banned Teferi and Historic, and it killed Kethis combo. Okay. Now, I'll- we have no Oro and no I'll Teferi. give you Kethis back. I, I think if we're going to unban anything, I'll give you Kethis back. That's fair. I The forest still has like every every graveyard hate spell in the, in, the, in the game, right? Yes. Every single known universe <laughs> graveyard hate spell. I think I, I deserve Kethis back in this format. Okay, I think he yeah. died for Teferi and Oro. Yeah. But both of those are gone now. There's no Veil. There's no Walking Ballista. Give me back Kethis. The deck was dirtily. There's also no other good graveyard combo deck now. So, like, come on, Wizards. Help me out. Help me help you. All right, yeah, I can get behind Kethis. Uh, anything else, Anything else, Ricky, before we end off here? I know this will be shorter than our most episodes, but I'm like I said, I'm going to try right. to pretty much edit this and just throw it up as soon as we, we get off of here. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm excited to see Wizards caring more about this format that we love so much. And, uh, you know... Hopefully we uh, have a good format moving forward. Definitely, definitely looks that way. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this short episode. I hope you are all staying warm and safe uh, as possible. Uh, I want to remind everyone, I didn't tell this up top. Thank you to our wonderful support Patreon. That's patreon.com slash crew3mtg. They keep this podcast going and running. 
A dollar gets your name on all of our videos and streams. Five dollars gets you a piece of monthly exclusive content, which unfortunately I will say the the monthly exclusive podcast and the $50 swag bag mailings might be a slight delay on those. Um, we just have to figure out time when we have power to record and things like that uh, for the monthly podcast, which I think this week, this month is going to be Ricky just sort of giving us a little, some extra tips and strategies on how to grow your, your arena collection through, through Kaldheim drafts and have a lot of fun on the way. And then of course I have the monthly swag bag mailings. I have the cards all here inside. I just need to make sure it's going to be okay to really put these in the mail system again. I don't want them to really get lost. Uh, so these might get shipped out later. So the, uh, the swag bag mailings for this month might show up early March. If uh, hopefully that's okay with everyone. Also in the links below, you'll find a link to an affiliate, our affiliate page, uh, over on Inked Gaming. If you click that link, it'll direct you, it'll apply our affiliate code and direct you to our store page. If you want to buy a logo play mat or the balance cards, don't buy snowboards play mat. But again, if you want to buy something else on the site, clicking the link alone just applies our affiliate code. So thank you to also for the people who've already purchased playmats over there. You can find me running the uh, actual podcast Twitter account, which is also kind of my pseudo personal Twitter account at Crew Three Podcast. You can find Ricky on Twitter at at also Steve, and you can also find us where hopefully I I've, I was also sick last week and I that really put me off of getting a deck tech. But hopefully, as long as power holds. There will, we will return to weekly Pioneer Deck Techs on the YouTube channel which, with a lot more fervor uh, now that Uro's gone and I have a little more leeway and I think freedom in my brewing in my brewing abilities to not have to worry about just how many decks that just can't beat Uro. Huh. And that's, of course, Crew3MTG. And then you find me streaming multiple nights a week. Crew3MTG on Twitch. We'll talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.